Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes. Well, Stephen, it's, uh, it's kind of funny to be with you now remotely after just seeing you this weekend. Uh, Mom and I took a took a pop on up to Sacred Heart Major Seminary, and uh, you gave us, as the rector said, uh, the nickel tour. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, it's good to have uh, yeah both mom, mom and you uh, up at seminary. Now, this is your this is the very first time that you've come up to Sacred Heart, right? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, with COVID and everything like that, it just uh, yeah, and, right. and, and schedules, it just didn't work out. But well, the the event uh, was a great event, and thank you for because I know there was the parents' weekend, but you said you'd rather us come up. Uh, for this weekend when you were installed uh, as an acolyte. And That's right. There was an installation mass and everything. But can you share with everybody and 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 me too, again, even though I should know, you know, what is an acolyte? What does that mean? And what does that mean on your path? Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a good question. That's like the million dollar question. <laughs> you know, I, it's 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 something that. um yeah, sometimes, you know, you ask seminarians, you know, you might ask like two seminarians what an acolyte is and you might get, you know, three different answers. Huh. It's just one of those things. So uh, acolyte generally is, you know, you think of acolyte, you think uh, like server, altar server specifically. Okay. So um, so in on the path to priesthood, there's, um, you know, the, it, the path to priesthood ends with ordination to the priesthood. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you walk into seminary and then boom, you're you're on the floor, you're about ready to be ordained. There's different little steps that you make along the way. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the first steps, you know, after you're accepted and you've spent a couple of years in either philosophy or college, uh, discerning, you know, God's call for you in your life and and you're ready to make a commitment uh, to like really, you know, go, I'm going to, I'm pretty sure that this is what God wants me to do. I'm ready to, but you know, there's still room for discernment, but I'm going to say, yeah, like I'm, I'm committed to this. Then you, then you go through what's called the candidacy mass. So you become a candidate. Mm-hmm. And then after candidacy, then there's the two, they used to be called minor orders, but now they're called ministries, the ministries of lector, which I received last year. And I think we did an episode about that. Um, and then the ministry of lector and then acolyte, which I just received, um, uh, yeah, a couple days ago now. So, um, like a lector, an instituted lector, yeah. or somebody who's received the ministry of lector, um, it's their uh, kind of mission or, or specific service in the church to proclaim God's word. So hmm. they're kind of like the unofficial, like first man up when somebody has to do readings during mass. Or ah. uh, so, so, but it's like I think we said last year. You know, it's not like you know you're pushing aside you know Miss McGillicuddy, you know, who's been reading <laughs> right, you know right, at mass right, right. like every every day. You know, it's it's a certain in a certain sense it's it's proper for you to um, in the mass to proclaim um, uh, to proclaim the readings, uh, not the gospel, but but the readings. Mm-hmm. Um, so similarly for for acolyte, you become what I kind of joke uh, with my brother seminarians. You finally become like an official altar server. <laughs> so it's it's like. Uh, uh, you know, I've been altar serving for a very long time, so now I'm finally I can now tell Father Mike that now I'm an official altar <laughs> server. So it's 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 kind of like a very similar to lector. You know, it's not like, oh, okay, I, I'm coming I'm coming into mass. I'm pushing out all the servers. I'm the one who's serving. It's more of like uh, you know, it's it, it's kind of like more more proper for uh, somebody who's been instituted an acolyte to like serve during mass, mm-hmm. uh, to purify the sacred vessels, mm-hmm. um, and I'm actually able to as well. Um, 
it, it's, it's, it's proper for me if there's no like deacon or priest around to expose the blessed sacrament for adoration. Would, oh, not really? able to do like benediction, not able to do benediction right. and any of those prayers. But um, yeah, in the case of, you know, if there's not a priest or a deacon around and, um, you know, there's certain permission given, I'm, I'm kind of like the, the, the most, you know, senior extraordinary minister okay. of like communion and uh, most seen like most proper extraordinary minister who's able to, um, you know, uh, you know, expose the blessed sacrament for adoration. So kind of in a nutshell, that's what it is. It's a ministry in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I go through, it's not like a, a little ordination. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, there's nothing that changes in the character of my soul from mm-hmm. receiving this uh, ministry, but uh, there is a certain responsibility that comes in with it. Um, I think really beautifully in, in the right when, uh, so, so in the right, which is what uh, you and mom saw on this past Friday. Yeah. Um, what happens is, you know, we all stand up, we say, our names get called out, we say present and we bow and, uh, and then we all go to the bishop who, everybody who's being installed an acolyte and uh, we kneel in front of the bishop who's sitting down in his chair mm-hmm. And he hands us a patent. So he hands us a gold bowl with the hosts in it that are about to be consecrated. Okay. Now, and he it, says, now it makes more sense that he did that with you saying that you guys are, you know, you're like the, the, the able to expose the, expose the blessing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, exactly. We're, we're now official, uh, official altar servers. So, so he hands us the patent, yeah. which has the unconsecrated hosts in it. And he says, you know, take this patent. Um, and he says, he says something really beautiful. He says, uh, you know, be, make your life more conform to the mysteries that you are, I forget exactly the, the, the terms that I use, but like conform your life to the mystery of the Eucharist, more oh. or less, uh, which is just a really beautiful yeah. exhortation. Yeah. Um, you know, especially as, cause the next thing, the next step after acolyte is, is the diaconate, right. you know, and that's a real ordination. That's when, you right. know, my, I'm going to be hitting the floor, you know, I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> hands are going to be laid on and, uh, like that's and that's when you should you know really seriously you know yeah. during these next uh, few months like really consider you know configuring my life more and more towards these mysteries that I'm I've been um, you know instituted to serve yeah when, you know the mystery of the Eucharist and when you think about it it's a great preparation a great lead up you know last year lector you know reflect on the word now the Eucharist and give you then a year to reflect on that and then deacon. Yeah, yeah. So, like you said, you just don't walk into uh, into the seminary and and then here you are. Um, yeah, exactly. It is a process, you know. Yes. It's a journey. So, and then having these little like little ministries, these little to installations the along the way. Yeah. yeah, they mark the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah and no, there's certain like yeah, certain times of you know, and they evoke reflection, you know, and kind of. I, I remember when I was just preparing for this this past week, you know. It was definitely a cause for me to kind of look back throughout my time in mm-hmm. seminary and see like, oh, wow, like I have come, you know, the Lord has uh, has has helped me come really far from the day that I, you know, even thought about entering seminary. Yeah. You know, it's definitely, yeah. you know, we don't walk into seminary with halos, you know, yeah. we're not walking into the priesthood with halos. And I think through, uh, you know, through seminary, you really start to realize that it's like, oh, boy, there's a lot of work to do. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of work that I have to do, you know, post-ordination as well. Um, but definitely there's, there's definitely a clear sense of like, oh yeah, there has been a lot of very, um, yeah, very rapid growth in these past few years. So it's just a cause of like, like, wow, like a cause of, of joy, of gratitude, of, of praise and thanksgiving to God and, and just prayers that, you know, like that prayer says, you know, to continue to configure my life to these mysteries that I'm uh, ministering to. 
Yeah, that's and that's great. Like I said, we said it's great to mark your path uh, along the way with this. Um, I want to share totally totally different perspective, and that's that of mom and I. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because, What's, what was your perspective? Well, a whole lot. Um, you, you you gave us the tour, of course, and and mom and I were kind of sharing this afterwards. Is we get to. We get to do a lot of great things because we're kind of uh, tailwinding off of you, for lack of a better, yeah. <laughs> better you. Sometimes I feel like I'm tailwinding too, just kind of going through all of seminary. And yeah. Like you're, yeah, just like wow, there's yeah. a lot of really cool experiences that yeah. and you for, know, seminarians go through. Yeah, and for mom and I, that mass was just a beautiful experience. It's I know you guys call mm-hmm. it a chapel, but that's one heck of a chapel. That's a church to me. And uh, oh yeah, uh, the funny story is that. You took us on a tour of your, the seminary before the Mass, and we got to see the chapel. And one of the things uh, at the chapel is up on the altar, you have those side sets of double pews, basically, with individual slots for people to sit. And both Mom and I said, oh, that looks just like an English uh, yeah, English church, how they have those things. And we both thought, oh, yeah, we'll never see those full. And then we get mm-hmm. to the Mass, and there's like every... Not every, but many priests from the diocese of uh, Archdiocese of Gary, and they were all full. All of these side pews were full, and the whole altar was full, and it was beautiful. It was really, it, and it was just a beautiful mass. The the the, the uh, um, uh, uh, cardinal did did a, or the bishop did a did a great job, and uh, or he's archbishop, right? Yeah, Archbishop. Archbishop that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he did a, a great job, and it was just a, it was a beautiful ceremony. And I just felt, and I think I'll speak for Mom. We both just felt blessed to be able to tag along, uh, tag along, and witness uh, witness that, and 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 uh, see it, share it with you. And and gosh, and it was great to meet with the other the other guys from Gary too, who were uh, uh, being installed. Yeah, and that's great. To, that's great for me to hear. Just that you had a really good experience with with mom as well, and it yeah. kind of you know makes me think as well of of like you know maybe guys who are thinking about the priesthood, and you yeah. know maybe their parents are like, oh, you know, can that really bring? Can that really be a happy life? You know, yeah. maybe I've only seen like really sad or dour priests, and it doesn't really look like yeah. a really happy life. Or yeah, and, uh, I kind of wish that they had like experiences like this where they got to see like, wow, these are times of great joy. Yeah, you it was know? nothing but happiness, right? And great joy. That's exactly right. And and I kind of shared with you a little bit afterwards. A part of me was was. The sad's not the right word, but it's like I, you want to share this joy with everybody. And I guess I'm the sadness is, is that not everybody was here and not mm-hmm. everybody recognizes the joy that was there. But it was definitely just a joyful mass and just, you know, we're, we are so fortunate to live in a time where we can know God and, and you know, and, and and we can be welcome and we can be call ourselves children of, of God. And it's just mm-hmm. it's just we, we are we are lucky. We are fortunate. We are we are very fortunate, and uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's our job to to share that fortune uh, outside. But let, I want to talk about inside a little more. Inside meaning uh, the seminary. I, I, it was great touring the the, the campus itself, and we, let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about it because it is kind of like it's almost. Let's I'll be candid, and I think you feel this. It's almost like a monastery. Yeah, it kind of is. In a sense, it's like its own little island in the in the middle of this uh, neighborhood. Yeah, in the in the middle of Gary, or in Gary. No, in the yeah, middle, more, it, it felt kinda, like Gary. Does, in the middle of Detroit. Kinda, it is a little bit like uh, yeah, a little bit like Gary. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it had a, a similar feel, but I mean, it definitely. 
yeah. And I felt like I was like inside a monastery and you could feel uh, just the peace in there and how, um, or, uh, <laughs> oh, here, here goes today's first baseball analogy. All right. Uh, I'm buckled up. I'm I, ready. It's I, a World Series. The World Series is World happening series. right now. So you're, you're fine. You, I can, think you I, can go for it. I don't know if I've ever shared with you my thought about baseball uh, and baseball parks and how you know baseball grew up as an urban game. And the urban era of the 19th century was just chaos. You, you know, uh, uh, the cities just grew up haphazard. It was just chaos. Mm-hmm. And to me, a base, baseball diamonds were order in the middle of chaos, just like how English people like to plant their gardens for little orderly. We planted baseball fields to have order because you knew where everything was. You knew all the bases. And in a sense... The, the, the Sacred Heart Major Seminary is kind of like order in the middle of chaos, for lack of a better yeah, way to yeah, say it. No, and yeah. so there's great peace. You feel a you feel a sense of peace in there. And I was also touched too to see when you took us and you showed us how you guys were prepping for giving away Halloween treats to the people in the community nearby. Yeah, that's right. And I yeah. think that's great that you guys you're not hiding. You're definitely open. And I could see, you know, if I lived around there, it's like, oh, what is this place? And it's like you guys are opening yourselves up. And I, I really think that that's that's great um, that you do that. But I loved touring uh, the campus, and like I said, just how everything was orderly and p- peaceful, and I could see that being just a good, a good learning experience. Learning is not the right way, but a good development. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good environment to, good environment. yeah, really kind of, especially when you're thinking about seminary, which is this time where you're at least in the diocese of Gary's case, you're away from the diocese for a bit, you're away from the family, you're away from mm-hmm. you know the things your your old life really. Yeah. Um, and so you're kind of like spending this intentional time in this place, yeah. um, to grow in your prayer, to, to grow in your understanding. Yeah. To be formed, you know, yeah. and being formed spiritually, academically being formed, you know, pastorally mm-hmm. being formed, like even just humanly, just like, even like how to interact with brothers in a house. Um, yeah. So it's just really nice to have like a, a, a place, like a, a, like a little oasis in a desert, you know, more or less where yeah. it's, it's a little bit more difficult to you know, come back to, you know, your old, your old life, you know, the life outside the seminary, but it's good to like spend that intentional time and, and like really, you know, buckle down and and really experience formation in a way, you know, very generously, you know, kind of like accepting what the Lord is placing, you know, what the Lord is giving you and and just kind of letting that change you. So it's really nice to have like a a beautiful space to do that in. And I think Sacred Heart does a really good job of um, just, just providing like a really peaceful environment. I think that's a really good way of, you know, describing it. Yeah. Um, in the midst of this, you know, kind of like chaotic world. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know what, I just thought, just crossed my mind. Another good thing about the environment is how you had all of the historical, uh, the, the, the the years, all the pictures of all the graduating classes. Yeah, we have all the, all the, all the year pictures. So anybody who graduates from Sacred Heart, you get their picture on the wall. So this goes back to like 1920, like it goes back like way, way back when it was a high school seminary. Right. And it was fun just walking the halls and looking at all these, all these people. And, 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 uh, so that gives you a sense of that sense of that as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, let's think the rest of the tour. Well, mom and I got to enjoy, let's talk about other things we got to enjoy, uh, especially with your class where you're, um, yeah, so I'm taking a, I'm taking a class, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll start, I'll start it off. So I'm taking a class right now. It's called, um, integrating practicum, which is basically, uh, 
a chance for men who are preparing to be ordained deacons to learn the liturgical rites that a deacon's able to do. So namely learning how to do baptisms, uh, learning how to do funerals and learning how to do weddings. So I had to, uh, so it's usually difficult to, cause you know, when you're actually performing these, you know, practice, uh, like sacraments, um, the requirement is that we find people who were able to practice on. So it's a little bit difficult because it's a seminary because there's not any, you know, there's not any girls in a seminary. So right. it's a little bit difficult to find people to, you know, bring for, you know, a practice wedding. So, you know, thankfully I had, I knew that I had you and mom coming up. So I thought, oh, you know, this would be a nice time to, um, <laughs> yeah, just have, have both of you here and help, uh, you know, cause you've been through it before. So I'm the newbie here. You, you, you already went through it. You know, you said the vows, you, you, yep. you said everything and I'm, you know, so I thought this would be, it'd be a, like a nice thing to do. So some, and some of the guys will do that too. They'll ask their, their parents. parents to come on in for it. So, yeah. so yeah, so we, we had that. So how, how was that experience? It was for you? a good experience. It was, it was good seeing you take charge of it. You obviously had done your, uh, um, your homework and everything like that. It was interesting. And, and I like the fact that you wrote even on the sticky, our names, just cause. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta be ready for that. But I'll tell you for me, from my perspective, doing the vows, it, it, it hit me, you know, it did. You got me. Cause you know, when I got married on my wedding day, you know, I said, yeah, I promise to love you whatever. And, mm-hmm. and that line got me. Cause I thought, I thought about it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not just a, a line, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've lived it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got to live it. You know, we're coming up on uh, coming up on 30 years. 29. It yeah. was just 29 this last year. So, yeah, that's right. So, you know, when I, was, when I said it the first time, it's like, yeah, yeah, I love you. I love you. Oh, yeah. This sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen. This is great. Yeah. So yeah, or any like yeah, it's it's gotta that's gotta be something crazy like yeah like looking back on those past thirty years and saying yep. like yeah like yeah we've lived this through <laughs> through good times and in bad you know yeah and it's funny I remember somebody saying some blessing once which was like oh, I forgot how it went like may your saddest day of in the future be better than your happiest day now and I'm thinking what do you mean and it's like yeah well that's true because you learn you grow and you know even when we have our bad days they're still better than our younger good days if if that's a way to say it and I'm not sure I'm really making my point there but um yeah it's it was just like I said when we said the vows it wasn't just vows talking about the future is vows reflecting and so i thank you for letting uh for sharing that for choosing us to be your uh yeah uh, oh <laughs> it was it was my it was my joy i was trying to i was trying to get i'll be honest you were my second choice i was going to try to get my um uh, yeah. i have a couple i have two friends that are engaged right now who are oh, preparing to, for marriage oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. unfortunately they couldn't come up to detroit and then i was like oh man lord who do you want me to like <laughs> i who on earth can i ask and i'm like oh wait my mom and dad are coming yeah, up i'll just go. ask that's just, great just idea grab that. well and and when you read the stuff about except children, we were just kind of we held back the laughter on that one. So. Oh yeah, I had to. Yeah, I was thinking because it's actually it's an it's an option. You don't have to say it if they're. I think the the line is like if they're if they're clearly past childbirthing oh. age, you don't have to say it. But I was like, ah, you know. I'm glad you not? said that because we'll I thought because you know we both have known people like somebody who's who's widowed or or a widower and they get married again later. I've I've known that. And it's like that line doesn't. I mean, hey, you never know. It could happen, but um, it just 
yeah, doesn't make as much sense. So I, that was interesting. Okay. But it was funny when you said it because both mom and I were kind of smiling. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was definitely, I noticed that you smiled. I noticed. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a joy for me to, to, you know, yeah. to practice celebrating it with you. It was just great, like, because obviously I wasn't there on the day. So it was just kind of nice yeah. to, should yeah, we tell the, just a little part? You, you oh, had, yeah. Yeah. You have to, yeah. yeah. You, you oh, actually yeah. busted us, though, on our 17th. So, full story here on our, our 17th anniversary. You were uh, head uh, altar server, which now I know that you shouldn't have been because you weren't installed as an acolyte. No. Uh, yeah, no, I was. I was an unofficial head altar <laughs> server at St. Thomas More. St. So. Thomas More. It was a Saturday, I believe. It was a Saturday night. We were yeah, doing I the Saturday that. mass, and then Ricky and Bridget, your your brother and sister, were also altar serving with mm-hmm. you, and then Mark was still in the pews with us, and it was our anniversary, and you you uh, <laughs> you. Uh, tattled on us to Father Mike back in this mm-hmm. sacristy beforehand. And Mom and I thought we were, we didn't even know you, well, whatever. And then at the end of Mass, he's like, oh, I've got an anniversary today. And Mom and I are like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I was loving that. I was so, was fun, I, but it was, I thought it was hilarious. I was glad you did it because it was kind of nice because you guys, all the kids, um, you can reflect on, hey, you know how memories play tricks on you. It's like, yeah, I was there at my parents' wedding, you know. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, in a sense, you were. So I, I actually, as much as I tease you about, you know, you guys busting us, but it was, it was. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys were there for us to renew our vows on our, it was our seven, oh, yeah, it was 17th a- anniversary. Yeah, so you always, you always remember your 17th, you always remember your 29th. There, yeah, so. there you go. There you go. So, yeah, so it was it was a great trip, Stephen. Um, thank you for uh, uh, welcoming us and 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 giving us a tour. Uh, it was really I was really glad to be there as you were installed uh, as an acolyte and looking forward to the uh, to the next minor order that, that well is Deacon considered yeah, a minor? It's a, no, it's a, it's ordination, so it's not a minor order. Oh, it's an so or- it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a real ordination. ordination. It's an ordination. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, very good. Well, that um, Stephen, that just about wraps us up uh, for this uh, for this month. Unless you got anything else you wanted to toss, toss in? No, yeah, just uh, yeah. Thanks for coming up. It's always great to have you both. Uh, you know, both at seminary, and it's always good to to know that I have parents that are really supportive of of the vocation that I'm pursuing. So that's that's yeah. one of the things that I'm just like eternal, like always going to be grateful for. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just really great to have parents that. You know, are just open to the way that the God is that God is uh, you know calling their son, and yeah. it's been great to know your support from day one. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, uh, that about does it f- uh, for this month, folks. Um, remember, there is no charge for father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you've heard, please tell two friends, and also don't forget to uh, subscribe on your favorite uh, podcast service. Thank you for listening. <laughs>